You're listening to SBS News. In Fairfield, a suburb in southwestern Sydney, half of the population were born overseas. It's also where Education Minister Jason Clare and Climate Change Minister Chris Bowen both hail from. This is where Chris and I grew up. Like Chris, I'm a kid from a public school around the corner and damn proud of it. It's perhaps not surprising then that Fairfield is where the Minister has chosen to unveil the report of the University's Accord Committee, which has been a year in the making. The report's chair, Mary O'Kane, says the report's about shaking up the sector. It's a blueprint for giving all Australians, as the Minister said, an op- a chance to get to university or to get vocational training. And not just all Australians, but um, particularly those who are disadvantaged. It really emphasises that. That's a really core aspect of the view. It's also a blueprint for showing how Australia can use the incredible brilliance and capability in the research in its research endeavours and use that to solve really big problems. Education Minister Jason Clare says he wants to see more people from the outer suburbs, regions, lower socioeconomic backgrounds and indigenous communities go to university. And so that needs-based funding is about that as well, making sure that they've got all the support they need to succeed. And as part of that recommendation, it also includes completion bonuses for universities to encourage them to make sure that they help young people who start a degree to finish it. The seven-member report panel recommended 47 changes, including increasing the number of workers with tertiary education from 60 to 80% by 2050, improving financial support for students on compulsory placements, and moving towards a HEX loan system where contributions are based on future potential earnings. The panel also recommended making better links between higher education and vocational education and training. Mish Eastman is the Deputy Vice-Chancellor of RMIT, which maintains both. Eastman says it's a vital part of future reforms. Looking at structural and system and policy reform that takes away some of those unintended barriers and consequences is an element of the recommendations we really embrace and look forward to partnering with government to bring to life. Industry groups are applauding the report's calls for greater connections, saying that will be essential to filling future skills shortages. Australian industry groups, Megan Lilly. It's an industry-aligned agenda and I think that's incredibly important, particularly in terms of developing skills and knowledge um, for the economy of the future, so that that really needs to happen hand-in-hand. We're also um, heartened by the, you know, overt recognition of the importance to actually get the whole of the tertiary sector functioning, not just higher ed and vocational education separately, but to build a a greater connection and coherence between them. But Australia's wealthiest universities, known as the Group of Eight, are critical of recommendations for a higher education fund, with the government to match contributions until it reaches $10 billion. Mark Scott, the Vice-Chancellor of the University of Sydney, says the group believes the plan is essentially taxing the money being raised by them through international students and philanthropy. I think we would have trouble attracting the top quality international students we have now if they knew that they were going to be taxed on their funding. I also think that philanthropists, those people who are making donations to university, would also be reluctant if they knew that their money was going to be taxed on giving it to the university of their choice. The panel also called for a new Australian Tertiary and Education Commission to oversee issues such as staffing, setting pricing and ensuring teaching standards. 
The National Union of Students says it's keen to work with the government on this to achieve a new funding model that addresses casualisation, job insecurity and wage theft. The federal opposition has also welcomed the report, but says the sector deserves certainty and not a pipe dream of promises. The government says there will be an official response within months as it considers the recommendations. Alan Lee, SBS News.